Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's hour number two of the program. Matt Harkins back at Controls. You can reach me here at 412-928-9370. That's the number of the fan hotline. It's also the number of the Edgar Snyder & Associate fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Follow us on Twitter at 937thefan, driven by Jim Shorky Kia, Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. Shop all three locations at shorkykia.com. And our show is brought to you by the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC. Ireland Contracting. Visit irelandcontracting.com. Number one Cochrane. Go one better with number one Cochrane. And Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, where they always got your back. They never have your wallet. 412-928-9370. Talked a lot about the draft. Round four is underway. We'll keep you uh, abreast of that situation as it unfolds. In the meantime, we've talked some hockey. I'd like to get more into that just because there's a lot of going uh, on here with the Penguins in their division. It is tightly contested. The Penguins and Capitals currently looking to win that top spot. They'll play again tonight. Which of these matchups do you want to see the Penguins avoid in the very first round? You know, as it is right now, if they win that division, it could be Boston. And Boston has had the the Penguins' numbers at times. And they have a number one line that is as good as same level of the Penguins right now. Uh, They've added Taylor Hall. He scored against the Penguins when he was here. I think that pick, that trade, is going to impact things uh, very significantly for Boston. Jeff Carter's been a nice pickup for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's, he's a big-time performer who has two Stanley Cup rings. And I think, uh, you know, when you look at that, uh, that's the kind of stuff you want as you head into um, the playoffs coming up here uh, mid-portion of May. So uh, two big pickups by those teams. Which one will do better? Will it be Taylor Hall? Will it be Jeff Carter? And your thoughts about the Islanders who lost Anders Lee, but they picked up a couple of veterans from the Devils. They've always been tough on the Penguins, except this year the Penguins, um, you know, have had their number. Which of those would you like to see? Uh, I would avoid Boston just because if that's something that I have to choose, I'd rather do it eventually or have, hopefully somebody can knock them off before it ever gets to a second round. 
But I think the Penguins are a legit team here, that they can go deep, deeper than I think a lot of people thought. What do you think at 412-928-9370? That's the number to call. We're also talking about the NFL draft. There's some interesting names. We've talked about Deontay Brown in day two. There's an offensive tackle from Cincinnati who could do well here, and James Hudson. They got edge rushers all over the place. Would you take an edge rusher in the fourth round today? What would you do with that? Because that's an area of concern, as is cornerback. I always think cornerback's so important in this pass-happy league. They lost Steven Nelson. They lost Mike Hilton. They need people to come in. And do you trust Justin Lane? Do you trust James Pierre? Do you trust what they have on the roster? If the answer is no, you've got to go out and get somebody right now. Right now, we're going to go out to Bert in Ross Traver, who joins us on the Bob Pompiani Show. What's up, Bert? How are you? Hi, Bob. Thanks. I'm excited about the draft. In retrospect, I think it makes good sense. Uh, Harris is a power back who makes sense in their offense. I like Fryermuth. I think a guy like that can still help them. Uh, in the run end, the passing game, he can give them five receivers and uh, on, in a two tight end setup and still maybe a spring block for the running play. I like the uh, third pick. He's uh, said to be maybe a sleeper, a guy who's uh, powerful with good leverage, a mover. He can hold the pocket, which is something Pouncey was no longer able to do. So, and, uh, and an aside about Creed Humphrey, I was watching the uh, draft last night, and he's supposed to be uh, inconsistent in the shotgun, which wouldn't have been good for uh, for Pittsburgh. So overall, I have to say it's a B-plus draft, possibly an A-minus if it really works out. Yeah, the grades will be varying. And, and listen, Bert, I mean, everyone has a different opinion about it, but in time you'll find out more. We all make whatever comments we make now, but three years from now you may look back and say, wait a minute, <laughs> I was really wrong with that. Uh, and there are a lot of people who just who go back to this rhetoric about running backs. Listen, I get it. Uh, generally speaking, most of them never get to a second contract. That's a tough position, a very demanding position, one that can break you down a little earlier. That's why you know, very seldom see guys do well as they head to 28, 29, 30 as running backs. Very few of them do. So I get it. But he, you, don't, you don't need Najee Harris necessarily for a second contract if he does what he's supposed to do. In the first contract, you know, they have his time here. If he does really well, if he prices himself out based on the second contract, so be it. But he's going to help you here for the next five years. And I think that's a very important thing. You got him at a young age. He's a very talented guy. And in this offense, if the offensive line takes a step forward, and keep in mind when the Steelers won, you know, Super Bowls or even got to Super Bowls, sometimes their offensive line was kind of a makeshift. You know, they they had playoff success without big names on their offensive line. Guys have to develop. And if they do, it can make uh, for a very interesting offense. But I like what you said about two tight ends because Fryermuth can block. He could be the reincarnation of Heath Miller, for all I know. Uh, he can catch. He can block. You can do all that stuff. So you can have two tight ends. You still got Smith-Schuster, um, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, and Washington to go along with a pass-catching potential of, of Najee Harris. I think that's a pretty good offense to throw on the field, and it could be rival any of the ones in their in their own division. Do you think? Yeah, it makes sense with their style of play, what they've been doing, and uh, you know any new uh, wrinkles that the uh, new offensive coordinator comes up with could be a nice surprise and uh, could really blend into something very good. I do agree. Yeah, thanks, Bert. Appreciate your take. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. Call. I'd uh, love to hear from you, like we are from the counselor right now, who joins us on his cell phone. Hey, counselor, what's going on? Hi, Bob. How are you? Good. What's going on with you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, 
on the draft. The only thing that I'm kind of iffy, but you know, I like the attitude, is the center, or I should say guard. Now I'm going to play center. The only thing is, supposedly, what I read, he's strong on the run, which is great, but he's very, he's not so great on the pass. Uh, maybe you can teach him that because he's aggressive enough uh, on the run that you can teach him to be not quite so aggressive. But um, that's the only thing that I see. Whereas I would like, you know, I know Damani Dawson started out as a guard, so he worked out fine. Right. Um, and Pouncey played some guard yeah. too, you know. When he, if you remember back at the beginning of his thing, so um, you know, listen, they, I think they needed to address that line. They said Kevin Dotson was not that good in pass protection. He got in there. He looked pretty good to me. You can always improve. I mean, if you got the athletic talent and this guy running, I think a four point eight forty for a big guy. That that shows me he can pull. Pulling is a big part of what they'd like to do in this run game. So uh, we'll we'll find out again. I don't think any of us really know about Kendrick Green, <laughs> per se, other than what you've read. You know, and I look at a lot of the videotapes. That's how I judge it. And, and not all of them are always complimentary. But, you know, he's a guy who has talent, and they think they can put it in there and have success with him. So time will tell on whether he can. They did pass up some nice centers, however. Uh, Josh Myers yeah. is a guy that I thought may you know, he was available, I think, and uh, they – He's Ohio State. If you watch video on him, you'll come. I mean, he's a baller in there, man. He can move people. He went to Green Bay instead, and then Humphrey, as you said, moved on to Kansas City after that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of looking at the Ohio State Center. So, I mean, look, it's it's a roll of the dice in a lot of situations anyway, you know, usually. Well, yeah. I mean, That's why you don't see a lot of, you know, typically out of seven rounds, how many players can be here? for significant time and develop. If you can get one or two of them who can become all pro kind of guys, you've really done a hell of a job. Uh, it's hard to do. So, uh, But, again, they're trying to plug their holes and also look ahead. All of these guys figure prominently now and in the future. Thanks, Counselor. Appreciate the call. We're moving on to Anthony in Oakland, who always has a hot take. Anthony, you're on the board. You know, Rob, uh, being a Bob, excuse me, I would have liked – the linebacker, Zane Collins, to tell you, because when you look at uh, how the Super Bowl was won by Tampa, uh, Brady played a part, but that defense was the dominant factor in that Super Bowl, and they had some heck of a linebackers, especially those two inside backers. And I, I'm not happy with the Steelers' inside backers except for Bush. I'm sorry. Uh, Williams does nothing for me, and Spillane um, – he, 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 this is only Spillane I know, uh, wrote novels, crime novels. The other one, he's a, he, he's a, a backup guy. Mm-hmm. So I wanted that field and, instead of the running back, to tell you the truth, because I thought we could have got, uh, you know, with some maneuvering, got Williams, the running back from North Carolina later. But the, the pick is in. I'm happy with it. But defense, when you're, when your number one competition is Kansas City, that's who you got to focus in on how to beat them. And Tampa showed you with that strong inside and, and, and those strong linebackers. Right. No, I, I agree. I know they need it, but they, they have a team with a lot of needs. So, you know, they decided to go by what there was. And you'd have to agree, Anthony, their weakest position, I thought, was run game. Yes, your yeah. defense is important, but they believe that Highsmith, I've talked to a number of people over there who really believe he's going to take a next step. They still need depth there. But – 
I, I, I don't have a problem with how they attack this draft. I think you could have gone different ways, but this does not bother me, as it does so many people. I've read so many comments about how uh, people are disgusted with some of the well, – what would you be disgusted with a team that's trying to improve its biggest weakness? Well, they don't know football, Bob, because let's be clear. How many times if they watched the Steelers last year on a third and one, fourth and one, they failed. You need a back. Look, you can't – These the, the guys they played with were secondary backs. They were not top-flight running backs. So, it, it, listen, and I keep hearing about the line. Yes, I would like – maybe they will uh, address the line today, but their last Super Bowl winning line had Starks, Kiamatu, Cologne, Stapleton, right. and Hardwick. And Stapleton was the guy no, when he – no one even – they said there's no way he's going to be a contributor. He turned out to be a big part of that. You're right. That's the kind of <laughs> offensive line that if they come together, if they develop, uh, and they're not all you know, number one picks. They're guys who just took their time. The one thing the Steelers have shown is this ability to develop guys. You look at Villanueva, they developed him. You look at Foster, they developed him. Undrafted right. players came in here, uh, and they do it that way. They're, they're predictable in their own way. You know what I mean? Some people want them to go way outside of their comfort zone which can work, but it also can blow up in your face. And, and Trey Essex, too, was there. So, mm -hmm. look, I'm not going to – here's what people have to understand. When you have a, a, a smaller, quick defense like the Steelers, time of possession is very important for them. You don't want the what, – what, what that Cleveland game showed you, what that some of those games down the stretch showed you, when they were out on the field all the time because of the misconnection of the, of the passing game, which gave it right back to the other offense, they wore down. They were not the same. Then once you lose Bush and once you lose Dupree, the chickens were going to come home to roost, Rob, because they didn't have anyone right. outside of Williamson, who's, who still should be here, uh, who could fill any of those gaps. No, I agree. With those injuries, especially Dupree, I mean, they, they were trying to navigate through Bush. But Bush and Williams coming back, I think, will help them a lot. But depth is always a concern, and you're right. If you have edge rushers who can get after quarterbacks, um, Tampa showed you. But I also thought, Anthony, let's be fair, Kansas City's offensive line was not – they knew going into that game they weren't that good. I thought, the, I thought Andy Reid and his coaching staff did a bad job of going away from things that could have worked for them and putting it really on Pat Mahomes with not a lot of offensive line support there at all. And with a turf toe. Injury, right, which, and they had a good run game, you know. I mean, they yeah. could have done things a little differently there, but that's all part of the second guessing that comes with this sport. Thanks, Anthony. Always appreciate right. your take. All right, it's 412-928-9370. We roll along. We're talking NFL draft. We're talking Pittsburgh uh, Penguins as they try to win a division. Pirates, who's impressed you so far? All of these topics, you're free to call. It's 412-928-937 or... You can also um, hit me up on Twitter at KD Pomp. This is the Bob Pompiani Show. We'll continue till 1 o'clock, and then Paul Alexander will take you through the afternoon right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. And a big thank you to our sponsors, PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochrane, Go one better. Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. Pittsburgh CW every night of the week at 1035. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Also, big thank you to them. 412-928-9370. Got about 30 minutes left in the program. Want to hear from you about what the Steelers have done and what they, what you think they should do here. They got five picks. By the way, they're on pick 111 uh, of the fourth round. The, the Steelers have number 128 and number 140 here. So they have two picks in this round. 
and they'll try to, I'm sure, help their defense, but maybe even more offensive help as well, as the first three picks so far have been all on offense. So what's your take? Let's go back out to the lines. we got Gus in Beaver County. Gus, go, Gus. It's a great day for hockey, Bob. Welcome it certainly back. is. a nice vacation and a shout-out to Mike Lang doing a nice job the other night on the radio. Yes, hey, sir. Bob, I didn't see the Penguins uh, looking at first place at this point of the season. I thought they were going to have a tough time, you know, being maybe third or fourth place. But i got to give a lot of kudos out to Mike Sullivan with the coaching job he's done. Uh, a thank you to Jimmy Rutherford for the acquisitions he made. And this Casper Kaepernick kid, he, he's really something. And I just hope the Penguins, when they get in the playoffs, if they keep playing this systematic hockey like they're playing, and not going to pay any loosey-goosey stuff or any craziness out there. And I have faith in uh, Malkin that he's going to come back ready to go and uh, looking forward to the playoffs, Bob. Well, he should be fresh, Anthony, that's for sure. And he should be motivated as well. I think these guys who are in their 30s, the Crosbys, the Malkins, the Latangs, realize their legacy now has nothing to do with personal success. More so, it's about what they can accomplish and get one more ring. If this group can end up with four rings during this time they've been together, I mean, that puts them into very elite company here when you're talking about, especially the way the game has changed. So I think that is the driving force, and they, they believe in what Mike Sullivan has been preaching. So I expect them to continue that even when Malcolm returns. And again, People immediately want to just think Malkin's going to turn to, you know, making high-risk plays. He might. I mean, that's been one of the things that he has to watch against. Uh, Latang does the same thing. But I think they all realize at their age right now, Gus, that they have something special on their hands and a chance to add to this legacy. Hey, Bob, I haven't talked to you for a few weeks. I just want to tell you and all the listeners, I'm fairly disgusted with what went on at the time, Rich, and with Eric Kasparovich. This was a true first-class gentleman, did a heck of a job. I hope it works out for him. And hey, Bob, real quick, how's Tom Chilton doing with his health? Have you heard lately? Uh, every now and then we, we communicate, uh, but, you know, I just pray that he's doing well. And uh, he's the kind of guy who will, he's a very, very uh, strong faith believer, and he's always been that way. He has been terrific in helping others get through, you know, tough stretches and this is a tough battle. There's no question about it. But I think if anyone can handle it uh, gracefully and with a lot of strength, it's Tunch. So I'll make sure I tell him you called and ask about him, Gus. Thanks. Appreciate the call at 412-928-9370. Um, yeah, so, you know, the Penguins, I, I think the way they're playing, they're going to have to continue to play. There's no reason to take unnecessary chances. If anyone does it, it should be Latang with the understanding that he has to be responsible too but Brian Dumoulin I can't tell you how important that guy is when you look at the record when he's in the lineup when he's not in the lineup it, it gives a comfort zone to Latang, who can then utilize his strength which is pinching in sometimes joining the rush you know the downside if you get caught too deep and you you know allow odd man breaks they could be deadly but Dumoulin does a great job of covering up for some of the things that he needs. It's not unlike, you know, when Ryan Clark played here with Troy Polamalu. He understood his role. You know, it's difficult at times. you got a guy who's going to go all over the place and at times ad-lib. But you have to have someone back there who can be responsible. And I thought Ryan did a very good job in the safety position when he was here. So the Penguins, um, and, I mean, talent-wise, they're, they're right out there with everyone. Crosby being as consistent as he has been now. The one thing that can derail anything, as we've seen, are injuries and 
boy, they've had their share of injuries here. I don't think there's any question about that. And they need to be aware that their depth is going to be a big issue here. Uh, it's a good issue. They have depth, especially up front now, with so many guys who've stepped in. You know, Freddie Gaudreau's the kind of guy who can really help you in these kinds of situations. Uh, and they have other guys, too, you know, who, who, when given an opportunity, have produced well. So um, Tanev coming back is another big energy guy for their, run, to their lineup, even though it will be probably in the playoffs for him. But I think this team is uh, in position to do what they've done for the last 15 years, and that is compete for a championship. 412-928-9370 as we move along here. Call as we are rounding third, heading home. And as I always say, Joey Cora has given us the green light. So we have more calls on the way, more tweets on the way. But before I do anything, I want to remind you about... Brought to you in part by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. Number one, Cochrane. Go one better at number one, Cochrane. Also want to remind you that Rivers Casino is your place for all the sportsbook action you want. Watch and wager right from your seat while cheering on your favorite team. Visit RiversCasino.com for more information. If you have a gambling problem, don't hesitate to call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Dales at 93.7thefan.com. Back to the lines we go at 412-928-9370. We have Dante who joins us on the cell. Go ahead, Dante. How are you? Yeah, hey, Mr. Pompiani, uh, you're you're near the top of the list here for the radio guys. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, it's a pretty uh, talented list, so I'm I'm happy that you said that, and and thank you very much. Well, you should be. Hey, uh, you you asked the question about who do you want the Penguins to play in the uh, postseason? Yeah, or avoid. You know well, you know what? I, I just love to see them go up against the Islanders lose the first three games, and then come back and win four in a row. Because when I was a kid, the exact opposite happened. And I 1975. I remember that. We were there, my father and I, for, for Eddie Westfall, right, in one nothing game, game seven? Oh, I hated that. That game seven, I was so mad. There was a penalty at the end of the game that they didn't call, and it was just the worst. I was so yep. upset about that. And um, then I'd like to see them play the Bruins. And getting a bunch of fights the whole game, you know, the whole season, the whole series long, and just bang their heads in. Because uh, I'd like to like to do that to make up for uh, Terry O'Reilly beat the Penguins up when when I was like a teenager, you know. And then, well, you know, in Boston they feel the same way, only in reverse, because they still talk about Alf Samuelson on Cam Neely. Uh, I know, I know. That was rich. That was really rich. I loved it. And then I'd like to see them beat the Edmonton Oilers in the finals, just so that the whole time the talk could be centered around who has been the best hockey franchise in the modern era, better than the, the Montreal Canadiens, the first team to win six Stanley Cups in the modern era since the 1980s. That's what I'd like to see happen. Well, first of all, I would love to see an entertaining final. I was hoping back in the days that, you know, when Chicago was at their best and the Penguins, I'd love to see the Blackhawks with Kane and Taves and those guys, Duncan Keith, against the Penguins. That never happened. But Edmonton-Pittsburgh would be fun to watch. I just don't think Edmonton is going to get there. There are too many good teams in the West they have to go through, although they have a very easy division, I think. Toronto's probably the best team there. But, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to see. I'm looking forward to it. In playoff hockey, there's nothing quite like it, Lee, as you know, or Dante. Thanks, Dante. Appreciate it, man. Let's go to Lee now, who joins us on the cell. Lee, what's going on? Pop, how are you? It's good to What's hear from you. Being a Floridian, never the best to come up to hear the best. So I'll pop Dante and say you are the best. Oh, um, very kind. Thanks. I wanted to run a few things past you, Pop. Uh, with the playoffs coming up, 
I'm a little concerned with who the Pens may throw out there in their fourth line. I think they got their third line pretty solidified with Zucker, Carter, uh, McCann. Uh, fourth line, they've got a couple guys that are coming through every now and then. they got a couple guys that disappear at times. Uh, you know, Sivior, I think he had a couple assists the other day. Um, you know, with, with Tanov coming back, and God, I love him. He's energy. I certainly want to throw him out there somewhere. But who, who are you thinking they might throw out there for the fourth line? Well, I want to go with, you know, what has been successful for them, which would be Bluger, Tanev, and Zach Aston Reese. I still love that line. I still think that line could be uh, a difference maker, really. I mean, every, all the emphasis goes on the top lines. It always does. But if you can get a line, and, and every one of them, you know, the HBK line back, you know, when they won uh, the first in 2016, you go back to the Matt Cook line with Stall and Kennedy back in 2009 and, and those teams. If you can have a line like that that brings energy, and I think Bluger has turned into just a, a wonderful player. He has. He's He's a very important part of what they do. So that line, to me, can be a key in the playoffs. It's going to have to be. It's going to have to be, no doubt. Some checking and then throw a couple bucks in that here and then. I agree. Thanks, Pomp. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Lee. Appreciate the call. Thanks for the comments. 412-928-9370. Yeah, this. I mean, you look at Boston's top line. I mean, that's a a hell of a line. And, you know, it could be right up there with Crosby, Gensel, and Rust, which I think is a really good, one of the best in the leagues. But when you have, you know, Brad Marchand with uh, Bergeron and Pasternak, that's as good as it gets. And then you put Taylor Hall with David Krejci, that's a, you know, again, you talk about a, a second line that could be under uh, the radar that's going to come up big because Taylor Hall is still a very good player. He's got to get his game together, and I think with a team like this where he's not going to be the focal point could help him. That's why I like that trade if I was Boston. Glenn joins us right now on 93.7 The Fan. Go ahead, Glenn. How are you? Uh, first of all, I want to say uh, you're a very classy uh, individual. I met you like five years ago. No, you don't remember. Uh, I said you were a cool guy, and you said I'm a cool guy. But that made me feel good. So my comment about the draft is this. Uh, we got the best running back and the second best tight end. How can anybody be negative about that? How can anybody be negative about that? And um, there's a, a show on 93.7 that starts at 2 o'clock. I'm not mentioning any names. Well, it's the These PMC. These guys, should, they should not be on the air. They're well, so Glenn, negative. Well, I mean, hot takes are hot takes today in radio. I think those guys do it well. Uh, it's not necessarily my cup of tea. I'll give that. you my takes, but they don't have to be all hot all the time. You know what I'm saying? But they, you know they're, what? they're very astute at what they do. Don't I mean? I, I think Andrew and Chris are very smart, very well versed guys. They they bring a different opinion. Can it be negative? You know, yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of negativity going on in in, in you know radio, especially today. Say this: um, one of these guys came out and just simply said. Um, that they would not change their mind no matter what about the first pick. It just shows to me they're negative. And this this team has always been negative. There's no room in Pittsburgh for a negative team like that. You're a classy guy. You're going to take up for them. I understand that. Well, I'm um, serious. I mean, I think they're very good at what they do. They're one of the top. Uh, teams right now going in radio talk. 
Uh, but Glenn, it's just a matter of difference of opinions and how you express it. They they have a certain belief about what they think the the Steeler team is, versus you know what other people think. I, I I happen to like it because I think if you look at it strictly from analytics and what they need, their run game sucked last year. It's got to get right. better. They they all of these three picks help the run game. Friermuth helps it in blocking, plus he can help the overall offensive game. I, I right. you know, Najee Harris wouldn't have been my pick. That doesn't mean I'm going to be critical of it because I think the Steelers wow. believe he could be a so tremendous player. Who would have been your pick? Who, who would? Well, have been I your said pick? I would have gone with uh, Tevin Jenkins, the big tackle. Even I just okay. like him. I like what he's capable of doing. He went early second round, as it turned out. Um, you know, but I mean, no matter who you get, I, I like Trey Sermon at running back. That's who I thought they could have gotten later. We'll find out in time who's right, who's wrong, but nobody knows right now, but you can have your opinions, and that's all this is. Okay, that's the one thing about sports. We can with. agree to disagree, and I, I think that's healthy. There's nothing wrong with that. More people should do it in regular life. Agree to disagree with respect. You know what I mean? I, I agree, but let me just say this before I go. Uh, Pittsburgh is a positive time. We don't need that kind of negativity coming from these guys. That's all I'm saying. You, you, you have to give yourself room to equivocate, uh, one of these guys didn't give themselves any room to equivocate. He just simply said, I'm not backing down from what I said, whether I was well, right or not. We'll find out. And in time, he's going to have to own it, whoever that was. So thank you, Glenn. I appreciate it. But, again, it's part listen, if you watch some of the stuff on national TV with these shows, it's all it is. It's throwing anything out there, and you're going to have to own it at sometimes. It's not always – you know, the right take, but it's the loudest sometimes, and that's what people remember. Let's go to Joseph on the south side. What's up, Joseph? How are you? All right. You know, uh, we need our Casey Hampton, all right? <laughs> Who's gonna you mean play in today's condition? Little... Casey, I don't think Casey can handle no, it right I now. Mean, that type of player, that type of player, okay? Our line has gotten pushed around in big games, got pushed around from Jacksonville, and Cleveland totally destroyed them last year, okay? So you have to come up with a middle middle nose guard or else that defense don't work. As far as their picks go, I think they did great. Yeah, I mean, so far I like what I see. Uh, I would have changed the direction of how I did it just myself, but that doesn't mean – I mean, I'm not going to assume I know more than they do. They're – they're being paid a lot of money to make these kind of selections. And no matter who you are, no matter how much scouting, they're going to be misses, they're going to be hits. So, you know, at this point, you know, I still think Hay- Hayward and Tewart in the middle of that line are very good at what they do. So I'm not, I'm not on the same page there, Joe. But thank you for the call. appreciate that because I'm running out of time. And I, I appreciate all the intel today from people who had opinions about this. It's, it's going to go on. The Steelers will pick soon at 128 and also 140. There's a draft special coming your way tonight, KDKTV at 7.30. Rich Walsh along with Charlie Batch and Matt Williamson. Uh, recap the entire day in case you missed a whole three days. That's tonight, 7.30 on KDK. We'll be at you tomorrow on the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown. That's at 11.35 after the late news. And that's going to do it. I want to thank Matt Harkins for always being there and uh, delivering like he always does. Uh, appreciate that. Thanks to our sponsors of PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one Cochrane. Go one better. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, and Ireland Contracting. Big thank you to Wall. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.